It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, everybody, we're doing a remote podcast for Fear the Fincast this week. We're uh, live in a secret location in downtown San Jose. In a bunker. <laughs> in an underground bunker located walking distance from SAP Center. Maybe. Once it you... may or may not have hotel in the name. No, nah, it may, but it also might not. It may not. And it, you might have to climb a ladder to get in and or out of the yeah, bunker. No, I, I don't know. It's true. Did you see the 10 Cloverfield Lane? No, not yet. Need to. Oh, you should see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but picture that bunker. That's what it's like. Yeah, that's yeah, where lots, we're, right. That's where John that. Goodman's hanging out. <laughs> John, not that. John, we're podcasting. Yeah. Get the get the hell out of here, John. Yeah. Ah, God. He's a sweet guy, but he just won't. Leave me the hell just alone. Ah. I know you were in Monsters Inc. Yeah, it's like, Lebowski. You don't have to tell me every time. Yeah, he's just got all these stories about Billy Crystal, and it's like, is he even alive still? Yeah. Like, who freaking cares? He's, I'm not a Clippers fan. Next, yeah, talk like, about another celebrity. Moving on, my God, uh, Jesus. Uh, speaking of actual celebrities, we were just at a San Jose Barracuda game. Yes, uh, and I guess we should say about actual sports franchises, right? Yes, because the Barracuda are an actual sports franchise. So that's yeah. a, that was a Clippers yeah, yeah, dig. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm playing to the crowd here. Right. Uh, they actually won this time. They, they lost last night to the Ontario Reign 3-2. They beat the Stockton Heat 2-0 behind a shutout from Mantis Armalis, despite his team's best efforts at times. Yeah. With, the, uh, with the amount of penalties, anyway. Yeah. The shot totals were actually pretty respectable. But the uh, uh, I'm going to look right now to see how many uh, power plays were in this game. Um, I'm going to say around... A shit ton. Set the over under at nine and a half. Okay. I will take the over. <laughs> okay. I think there were over nine and a half penalties in this game. Yeah, it was it was a lot. Uh, this was a day game after a night game, which you literally shouldn't be able to say about hockey ever. Um, you shouldn't even Any be able sport. to say it about baseball, yeah. but we do. That's yeah. normal. Uh, this is ridiculous that they played a game so soon after. Uh, but I thought that they played pretty well, all things considered. I mean, uh, given that how good Stockton has been this year, that I thought Barracuda played pretty well. I've seen them now. I think this was my fourth Barracuda game. This was your first. What are your, yes. what are your thoughts on what's left of the prospect pool in San Jose? It was a very sloppy game, and I think part of that plays into, like you said, the you know day game after a night game. Sure. A lot of turnovers, a lot of odd man rushes. Both Barracuda goals, I think, were pretty uh, fortunate in that regard. The second one was um but this is a team you know we've been talking about them and to have a confirmed in person this is a team with a lot of high-end skill especially for the ahl two really nice goals today yeah uh, jeff Laplavs, uh you have Laplavs? yeah Laplavs. uh his goal was you know it knuckled, gorgeous knuckled past the the goaltender but the pass from gaudreau was awesome and the celly was just yeah, the celly was great and uh, then Rourke chartier oh that was goal, one of the best goals i've sellies. ever seen yeah in close uh roofed it um you know we were on the two goal end so and the sharks really didn't play that much in their own end defensively so i can't and we got to see both yeah we got to see both of the goals both right in front period. of us which um, was great I can't really say or speak on uh, Nikolai Goldobin's defensive game because I just don't think he was used in that situation very much. Um, but he looked good offensively. He pulled off a toe drag that you know is par for the course from him. 
Danny O'Regan looked good. Um, it's amazing. They have so many players up with the Sharks now. I mean, Mueller played today and was sent down, but Tim Heed's up. Ryan Carpenter's up with the Sharks uh, for tonight as an extra body. Uh, Timo Meyer, Kevin LeBanc, and even without those guys, the Barracuda are still a very good team, and there are still some very good prospects there that uh, will probably be with the big club in San Jose sooner rather than later. So it was nice to see those guys. Uh, good goaltending from Armalis. Um, seems like both goaltenders have played really well this year for the Barracuda, which very encouraging sign for the Sharks going forward if they can just keep up the revolving door of cheap uh, backup goaltenders that have yep. succeeded in the minor leagues. That's going to go a long way, especially as Martin Jones uh, gets a new contract, I believe, in 2019. Yep. 2018 he's up or 2019? Uh, the sooner one, 2018. 2018 he's up. So they're going to need that. And uh, yeah, they look good. It's a fun game, a uh, fun atmosphere, some weird cheers going on. The weird uh, ultra the thing is that what yeah, we're talking the, about also? The oh, yeah. The Earthquake right. supporters section goes to these games, I guess, for off season training or um, whatever. It's cool. San Jose uh, is such a weird place, man. <laughs> um, but it was a good game, you know, good atmosphere. Uh, fun, to, fun to see that team in person. They're. They've got they've got a good amount of high end skill and if you can and you're in San Jose, absolutely definitely recommend uh, going to watch those guys to see if see the uh, the future. The Sharks of tomorrow, tomorrow today. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my Tony Stark impression. Yeah, or Howard, I guess. That yeah, was terrible. Uh, yeah, that's uh, the third shutout of the season for Armalis, also, which is wow. I know, not. Not too shabby. I don't know if the sh- the the Cuda had three shutouts last year, I, I, Man, which is a joke. And um, Adele might have. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm just just making the making the funnies, guys. Yes. Um, yeah. The uh, here's some impressive shots on goal totals. Uh, Goldobin had four today. Um, Sorensen had five. Uh, Colin Blackwell had three, and Danny O'Regan had four. He looked good. Blackwell looked pretty good. Today. Got, I mean, they've got they got some dudes. They've got some depth. Uh, down the middle, for sure. They've got some good center depth in the organization, some guys that'll... Where they do not have depth, really, is... Uh, or uh, where they will not have depth in the future, it's going to be defense, as uh, some yes. of these guys start to get called up and move yeah. through. Because they... It's really, like, they've got some of these higher guys, where they've got, obviously, Tim Heat is great, and I like uh, Joachim Ryan, obviously. Uh, and, and even Mirko Mueller has obviously taken some steps forward. But after that, it is a huge, huge, huge drop-off. I mean, like, Michael Brodzinski is not good. Uh, Jacob Middleton is another guy. It's just not good. Dan Kelly is not good. Patrick McNally is not good. You Julius know. Bergman looked okay. Yeah, yeah he looked He's okay. He's still very young. Right. Uh, so that could be a guy, I guess I should yeah. say. I shouldn't, uh, you know, write him off or anything just yet. But yeah. that's, uh, you know, they don't have a whole lot of depth in that position as we kind of move forward uh, past this kind of transition year where we've got some guys that are being called up uh, and looking towards the expansion draft. Also, the total power plays for the Stockton Heat was eight. Wow. Just for the Heat. Just for the Heat. There were 11 total power plays in the game. Took the over. So, uh, yeah. The total shots on goal were Barracuda 27, Heat 19. So... It's a pretty good day for the Cuda. Yeah, all no, things considered, I'll t- I'll take it. Especially when you're giving up eight power plays, you only end up giving up 19 shots on goal. You're doing second night right. of back to back. If you go eight for eight on a on the penalty kill, that will pad your penalty kill stats. You uh, yeah, you know what? It sure will. It sure will. Uh, so that should move the Barracuda, keep the Barracuda in second place. I know that they were pretty tight up against the Ontario Rain, uh, moving into the game yesterday. Um, and they go obviously go by point percentage because teams don't play an even number of 
games in the uh, Pacific Division. So yeah, I think that moves them to 645 in those point percentage, assuming the AHL has actually updated these numbers. And the Ontario Reign is 677, which is cool. I mean, last year we were talking about the team like barely scraping into the playoffs. Yeah. And that is not going to be the case no, this year. This like team is a lock to make the playoffs. Firmly in, and then depending on... I mean, depending on how it breaks with the Sharks, depending on who they get... Who the they sh- get to have, really. If the yeah. Sharks are bounced early and... You then have Meyer and LeBanc. Uh, yep. This looks like, a, you know, that's probably... A this team is a team that, depending on how who gets called up, who's yeah. with the team, this is a team that could make a run at a Calder. Uh, yeah, I was like, no, that's, no doubt. that's fair. That's yeah. definitely fair to say. Uh, and, you know, looking at the... But they got to get out of their own division. They do have some, some yep. opponents in the division. The, the Rain and the uh, Stockton Heat. Are and Tucson has made a pretty good run here also. They're now 17, uh, 9, and 4. Okay. Um, and that's the Arizona affiliate. Uh, the best thing about the uh, San Jose this year, it's really been their defense, though. They have given up the fewest goals against in the division. It's 78 through wow. 31 games. Um, in the AHL, that is like, you know, otherworldly good. Yeah. That's an average of 2.51 goals against per game. That's, yeah. That'd be good in the NHL, yeah, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. I mean, you would take that. Um, so in the AHL, that is, you know, and that's a combination of good goaltending, obviously, and like we said, great defense. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Zach last night, who's obviously sees way more Barracuda games than either of us do. Yes. And one thing he was talking about that the Barracuda missed with Tim Heed, other than the offense, obviously, is his exit passes. And that Agreed. he, uh, yeah, we talk so much about his, uh, uh, talk so much about his, his offensive game that we kind of don't get a chance to see him play defense because he gets the team out of the zone so quickly. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think, something that, we should also be thinking about even as we watch him, you know, whether it's uh, you know a game uh, tonight, not tonight technically because he won't play tonight, but we'll get to that later. Um, you know, just moving forward. That's interesting. I think that was an area where they they might have they maybe struggled a little bit at times. It seems like they were they carried the puck out of a lot of their yeah. own end more than breaking out of the zone. Whereas I mean, he you know yeah his first pass has from all reports been. Uh, Pretty unbeaten. That's a, that's a good that's a good observation. I, in hindsight, definitely noticed that. And I think, it almost in a weird way helped them that they were on the penalty kill so much because yes. they didn't have to carry it out. They're like, yeah. oh sweet, we're just gonna throw this sucker out of there. I and mean, because they, Stockton struggled to enter the zone, they're like, oh sweet, we can force a neutral zone turnover and we'll just chip it down to the other side of the ice. And now we've got the puck again. And boom, here we are. We've got a possession. I think there were a couple four on four moments, but I mean, they're there much, definitely were. They were pretty much on the power play for or the penalty kill for at least half a period and oh, yeah. ten minutes of a at least ten minutes of a sixty minute game. That's a lot of time. So yippity yip yep. Uh, so we've got the, uh, the the old the old Sharkarinos are going to be playing the Blues tonight in about two and a half hours, probably three hours, I guess. Really, when it yeah. actually puck drops. Uh, Sharks' defense is actually going to be healthy-ish tonight. First time since December 30th, uh, wow. apparently. That's what a friend of the blog, Kevin Kurz, wrote uh, this morning. Martin expects to play. Schlemko says he's good to go. Uh, that leaves Tim Heed as the seventh defenseman on the the Sharks' roster right now. Because um, Mirko Mueller got sent down. Dylan DeMello obviously out for eight weeks with a broken wrist. Um, it's interesting that they... You know, because it seemed like as of a couple of days ago um, that they were, you know, pretty beat up on the blue line, and now it's really just Demello and Heed can probably fill in for that, fill in that role uh, pretty easily uh, as the seventh defenseman. And you know, I'm I'm imagining that you know, especially when they're home, they'll 
they'll send him down or call Mueller up depending on the matchup, depending on uh, you know who's more vital to the Barracuda's games as well. So um, yeah, we got a, we got a decent look at Tim Heed in the last game against Calgary. I thought he looked. He looked, good. Good. he looked like a fit on the on an NHL blue line. I think he made a he had a turnover on maybe his first shift where it was like okay you can tell he's a little nervous, but sure. after that he he was pretty steady. And um, that one shot on goal he had was really good too. I like yes. where he took the shot from. I like that it well, got all the way through obviously, yeah. and uh, you definitely got the sense right away that oh yeah that's an NHL shot, and it's yeah. like different when you see it on NHL life against yeah. NHL players like oh yeah that translates yeah. and you get it like right away no he's and he's got a great release and he's got you know he's drawn a lot of comparisons to Brent Burns obviously for his background playing forward and then converting to defense in Sweden they play differently uh you know he can't play the same way with his size that Burns can yeah i think it's one of those things where it's like uh uh, the comparisons a a little bit forced because yes. all comparisons are forced of course. but if if you want a quick and dirty comparison it's like Heavy shot, offensive defenseman. Yep. That's the easy one. To Career make. arc, that right? Makes exactly. Sense. Um, it's interesting. I mean, I wonder too. I you know, depending on. I mean, I I wouldn't count on the Sharks six staying together for super long based on the injuries they've dealt with the last couple of weeks and yeah. really all season. Uh, you know, and depending on how Tim Heat does, they could have a decision to make on how they view their seventh defenseman if Demello's out for the. You know the eight weeks, kind of almost like what we saw last year happen when, you know, Matt Tennyson was getting back into the lineup. He gets hurt same day the Sharks acquire Roman Polak, and then Tennyson never plays another game with the Sharks. So um, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see kind of how that maneuvers. But yeah, I'm very excited to see the 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 full complement of defensemen back, especially now that there's at least one injury up front uh, as Jonas Donskoy will not play tonight uh, against the Blues with an upper body injury. Yeah, my guess, too, is that if they don't really have to carry a seventh defender, obviously, and put him in the press box. Right. I don't really think there's any reason to do that, for that matter. I think that they're better off, uh, you know, keeping, well, keeping Heat and Mueller yes. down so they can at least play with the At least when they're at home. Right, right, They're right, going right. to take one of them on road right, trips. Right, right, obviously, yeah. and that makes sense. Uh, and I think that they know they called up Ryan Carpenter to be the healthy body. Yeah. Um, be kind of interesting to see what they do, depending on how long Donskoy is out. Even if he's not out for very long, if it's only a one-game thing. You know, Haley and Wingles are both playing on the fourth line tonight. I really think that if they can if they can move Wingles and uh, send Haley down, or even just have Haley as the, the scratched guy, the pre- the extra body, yeah. if you have Don scoring the lineup, a guy like just because a guy like Danny O'Regan feels like it's it's getting close to time to give yeah. him a, a, at least a longer look, an audition. Yeah. And I mean that in a way that so sort of put Haley in the press box, move Wingles and have Haley be the guy that kind of cycles in, you know, right. every once in a while to give another guy a day off. Um, just because I feel like O'Regan has earned the, sh- the opportunity. He's playing well enough, and he, he looked very good. And I think, uh, you know, he played a little bit of power, penalty kill that first time he was up with San Jose, but uh, obviously DeBoer didn't trust him very much because he only played five minutes. Um, he looked pretty terrible in that game, I would yes. say. Uh, I, I think there was he was a, put in a very tough first game nerves for sure, and was not put. He was not put in position to succeed in the moments he was put yes. on the ice either. I think it's also um, fair to say. And you know, I, I wonder too. You know, Wingles has been in and out of the lineup. If this Dodskoy absence is you know a little longer, does Carpenter get a look on the fourth line? Which he, I also wouldn't have a problem. He played with very well with Michael Haley. Uh, yep. Who else was that? Was it LeBanc on their line? Or I, the year? yeah, yeah, right. It was, wasn't it? That was like a really, really weirdly good, effective, very line. good fourth yeah. line. Uh, Carpenter and Haley definitely had. 
had some chemistry. I think it would be weird to put LeBanc down there at this point, though. Yeah, I wouldn't do that, do that at all. But, but I mean, maybe Carlson, Carlson will work. I yeah. don't know. It might. It, that might. It's worth a shot, right? Yeah. I wouldn't have a problem at all giving Carpenter some a game time. I know we talked about it before. It's a guy that's a, another guy that has earned an opportunity. Yeah, and he's you know he's played there, played his trade long enough. Um, yep. Wingles, you know, it'll be interesting to see him in the lineup tonight. He's definitely one guy I want to watch because. He's still been in and out of the lineup, even with you know he he got some games, yep. and then he, he has not earned the spot. That is for sure. Yeah, he's he's been you know a thirteenth forward for much of the year. So we'll see if he can grab the blue by the horns, so to speak, tonight. Exactly. Uh, and so after this, the Sharks are going to have uh, a matinee game on Monday for yes. Martin Luther King Day, which is kind of interesting. I always think it's interesting when the NHL insists on playing afternoon di- games on days when not anyone has the day off of work like i understand that like schools have the day off and banks have right. the day off but like i mean i have work on, or theoretically would have yeah. work on monday and it's like well, why yeah it's why do you do this the i mean NBA they, the, the east coast this. teams do it on columbus day they right do, and they it's do like, it all that and we, it's, it's like we don't we don't do this you yeah know? like i'm very curious to see what the attendance looks like terrible it didn't it wasn't great when they played even when they played an afternoon black friday yeah game. like what and why um, would it be yeah, so that'll be that'll be interesting to see. I'm excited to watch that game. Our first look at Winnipeg. Always love to watch Dustin Bufflin. Um, first chance to see Patrick Laine will be very. I'm excited to see Laine. I hate playing against Dustin Bufflin. I mean, oh, I, I hate I, playing against him. I, I love, love watching, watching him play yeah. against not the Sharks. Yeah, yeah. He's an injury waiting to happen. The dude yeah. is. I mean, like he play. He to me is a guy that I think gets away with a lot of a lot of stuff in the the ONHL. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a dirty player. Yeah, sneaky dirty. He's not even that sneaky. Yeah. He's really not even that... Uh, Maybe he gets away with it because, you know, he's even with the dirt, he's still very, very he's good. Very good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, best dirty player in the NHL? Him or Corey Perry, probably, right? He's dirtier than Corey Perry. You think so? He's also not as good as Corey Perry. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, well, well uh, Perry, yeah, but, but it's different because... But, there's the value based on position. Yeah, also. yeah you're right. That's, he's still a top 10 defenseman. Right, player. right, which is tough. Yeah, yeah he might... Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Okay. Who else do they play after the... After uh, they, the well, then they go to L.A., and but then it gets a little more fun because they okay. get to host Tampa, which is going to be fun. Yes. I love it when an That'll Eastern be a good team game. comes to town. Unfortunately, it's the second of a back-to-back, which is which stinks. What day, is, what day are they playing? So they, they're at L.A. on Wednesday, home against Tampa on, on Thursday, Thursday, and I hate that the NHL keeps making us do this against L.A. Yeah. Um, but then we get the Matt Nieto homecoming tour on Saturday, yes. and then go to Colorado, and then go to Winnipeg, yeah, um, and then home against Edmonton on the twenty sixth. So they've they've got some good a good. These amount are going to be some games. fun fun yeah. games. Winnipeg is fun. L A is not really all that fun, despite it being a rivalry game. Tampa will be fun. Stamkos healthy yet for Tampa? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if he's a hundred percent healthy. I thought he was still like okay on the verge. I mean, Tampa's I, been terrible. Though. I think I it's, know that. it'd be interesting. I I don't know if he'll have traveled with the team. Um, I will wonder if he's going to get... He Probably not, because I'm sure most people have forgotten it. But if he was playing, I think there'd be a lot more intrigue about... Well, you know, we saw Toronto was reported. We saw Montreal made an overture. You know, the other team that was mentioned in a lot right. of reports in hindsight was that San Jose made a push on Steven Stamkos. And it'd be very interesting to hear, you know, what he has to say about that. Of course, you know, asking Doug Wilson about that is just asking to get denied because he's not going to talk about players on another team but some very reputable sources including Elliot Friedman reported that they've thought the team that made a push for Steven Stamkos late was the San Jose Sharks you know they haven't needed him this year but that 
You could always. You always. You could always do Steven Stanley. I don't know. Wouldn't say no. Very, very intriguing if that. You know, if they did pull that. No, that Tampa team's not really going anywhere right now. I think that Steven Stamkos wouldn't mind playing for the Sharks right now. <laughs> probably not. Yeah. Good decision, probably buddy. Different How different would offseason have been? I mean, they don't sign Bodker. They probably don't sign Schlumko either, right? You know, Unless... I think they'd probably be doing okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think they'd be. I mean, given their defensive depth and given the you know production that Bodker has had, I think they'd probably be all right. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Probably be okay. Yeah. I think they'd have been all right with Steven Stamkos. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, this should be a good, pretty fun slate of games. I'm looking forward to them. Uh, these are all a lot of fun teams, and it's just good because we've just played a slate of pretty boring teams. Yeah, uh, Calgary and Edmonton is fun, but like Detroit is like a gong show team, and Minnesota was is whatever. Uh, Bruce Boudreau, who I think is a really good coach, does not necessarily play the most fun style of hockey in the whole history of the universe. Yeah, he has in the past, but I think he he very he doesn't much, really have the the he, he adapts over there. to he yeah. adapts to his talent very well. Right, uh, which is gonna I think give it two or three years, and Minnesota's gonna be a legit hockey team again. Right now, right yeah. now they're just um, surviving with what yeah. they have, which I mean well, they're doing know, they're doing very they're maximizing I, their and talent. listen I'm not that's not a, I'm not criticizing at all that's yeah. a compliment very yeah. much so it's just you know and Devin Dubnik has been I mean he was wasn't great he was the, not but he has been great if there's listen, a game, it's just one game if, yeah it's just one game but if there's a the way he's playing this year if you get what did he get four goals on Devin Dubnik in that game you should win what, probably you should probably win the game yeah, yeah you probably should win yeah hey maybe Martin Jones should play better in that game yes yeah. in that game yeah. And also this season, because he hasn't been that good this season. Actually. Lately, yeah, I think. He's had some... I mean, but it's the same as last year. He's had stretches. Yep. He had stretches last year. But I think that's just who he is as a goalie. And that's okay. Um, well, that's how... Really, in fairness... That's that, how every goalie is. Yes. Because uh, that's how all players are. When we talk about streakiness, and I, this is, again, once we get a bigger break coming up, that's what's supposed to all do on. The, when we talk about streakiness, that's everyone, right? The yeah. difference between Steven Stamkos and, like, Tommy Wingles... It is streakiness, right? Yeah. Because Steven Stamkos scores a point a game. Yeah. But Tommy Wingo scores a point every ten games. Yeah. That's streakiness by yeah. nature. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. That's yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. And I think, you know, and I, I'm not, I'm not worried about Martin Jones. Uh, definitely worried about how much he is starting. I think there's... I definitely am worried about that part of it, yes. Uh, uh, I think, you know, he played the most games he's played in his career last year, and now he's going to be asked to play more. More. Uh, yeah. Just by the end of the regular season, if the pace holds, so we'll see. Uh, you know, I with this back to back. I mean, gotta think Aaron Dell gets one of those games, right? Oh, absolutely. He's got maybe he doesn't get up. He got he's got to get the Tampa game. The Tampa game, yeah, definitely not the LA game, but he'll yeah. get the Tampa game. I um, think, I or even give him the Winnipeg game. Like if you're not going to give him the back to back, he's got to start one game this week, right? Uh, so that'll be interesting to see. Absolutely. So we've got a uh, St. Louis Blues game to get to. Yes. All right. I think we covered it. Did we cover it? Yeah, I think we did a good job. Okay. All right. I give us a, uh, out of a 0 to 20 to 80 scale, uh, 69. Yeah. Nice. 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 It was nice. All right, guys. We'll talk to you guys on Thursday, I think. Thursday? Is that what yeah, Thursday. Uh, yeah, Thursday morning, probably. Thursday morning, probably. Yeah. Commitment. Thursday or Friday. It depends. It's going to be Thursday or Friday. Yeah. Commitment that yeah. you can count on. Yeah. Fearthefin.com. Yeah. Uh, you can follow Marcus on Twitter at Marcus P. White. I'm on Twitter at Jake Sundstrom. We're both on Twitter occasionally at Fear the Fin, but only when one of us makes the other one do it. Yes. Uh, that's just god-awful truth. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool, guys. We'll talk to you on Thursday or Friday, maybe, probably. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> Who knows? Step into the world of power. Loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.